0: be led by him in that. But right now, before we do anything else, because I do have something very special that I want us all to participate, I want for the next two minutes uh, to walk around the room. You that are over here, you need to, uh, there's some people over here that you need to say hello to, and you in the middle, you say hello to both sides. So walk away from where you're standing. Come on, everybody. Walk away from where you're standing right now. Come on, show yourself friendly, freedom that we have in Christ you know we're not boxed into any regimented agenda schedule of course we have things we want to do but uh, I really feel tonight that God is going to help us and lead us through this evening so thank you for being here so here's what we want to do right now and I'm glad we can do it this way so we can take the proper time everybody hold up that prayer request sheet I hope everyone got one if you did if you didn't get one um, SGA officers, help me. I see some folks over here that are not raising their hands. I want everybody to give me one, Leo. So I'll have one, and I think all of, all of the worship team need one. Okay. So, anyone? How many believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that God answers prayer? Yes. <laughs> Come on now. The hand didn't go up. We'll we'll lay hands on you right now and pray. For you. you know, I could stand here for the rest of the evening into the wee hours of the night, giving you testimony after testimony of how God has answered prayer in my own life and in the life of those around me. So I know that God answers prayer. I also know this: that God delights when we pray. He's. And, and, can you imagine that? We can gladden the heart of the Lord by, by by calling on his name. I mean, he tells us all through scripture, call upon me, call upon me and see what I'll do. I'll do great things that you can't even imagine. My son, just quickly, personal note, but he, he was laid off from a very good job that he had about eight months ago. And um, you know, he's got a wife and kids and, they bought a home, and so he's been out of work, but we've been praying. Really? We've been believing God, and he thought he had this job with a company that he was really uh, hoping to connect with, and um, they, they they had been interviewing him for like two and a half months, a long period of time. And then finally, about a week ago, or two weeks ago, they finally said, Charles, we really would hire you, but they're going another direction, so. You know, but we'll keep your, we'll keep your resume on file, <laughs> but he didn't get the job. But you know what? We kept praying. On, we said, God, we're not, be- not going to be discouraged by that. We're going to keep praying. We're going to keep praying. And when I saw him on this past Sunday, I said, Charles, how's things going? He says, dad, you know, still don't have a job, but the Lord is supplying. He's, he's, he's miraculously meeting our needs in my family and so I know something's out there and we're just going to continue to trust him sometimes when you're praying and you don't see the answer right away you can be tempted to be discouraged and give up oh my God. but that's when you really need to press in and pray I was saying to a student here today I'm looking around to see if she's here we were talking about Job and what did Job say? Though he slay me yet I will what? Yes. Trust in him and so he had been going on some more interviews and uh, uh, he you know, kept going on interviews, and, uh, well, let me just fast forward. Today, he texted me. He said, Dad, that job that, it wasn't the one I wanted before, but this one is just as just as awesome. They offered me a job today. So, um, I'm just sharing that because we're rejoicing in God answers prayer. And so, here's what I want us to do. You see these prayer requests? And um, I want you to, intentionally leave it anonymous, okay? So you don't have to put your name on it. But I want you to seriously consider something in your life. It could be you personally. It could be something that's affecting you maybe in your your journey here at NIAC. It could be maybe a personal family situation. It could be maybe a, a health challenge, whatever it might be. I want you to, and there's only about four or five lines, so you don't have to go into a very heavy detail about it. How many know God knows every detail? He knows A to Z. He's the Alpha and the Omega. But put enough on this sheet, if you would, to give us an opportunity to bring it before heaven. Now, how are we going to do that? Well, you'll put the prayer request on here, and then we're going to collect them. Now, notice they're anonymous, so nobody has to kind of say, oh, they, they know my business now. Really, keep it anonymous, God knows everything. But we're gonna collect these, okay? And then, here's what's gonna happen. Lord willing, next Thursday, when we meet again, right? We're gonna give these out individually to you. So, you're not gonna get the one that you had filled out, but you're gonna get one, right? And then at some time during the chapel service, we'll figure out when it's gonna be we're gonna take a good five minutes or so, and you're gonna bring that request before God as though it was your request. And you're gonna we're gonna to agree together in prayer that God does answer prayer. I, I why am I doing this? I, I feel like it's important for us not to just to come to chapel and be blessed by the worship team and and experience that part of the service, and then of course hear a wonderful message from our speaker, I'm gonna get Pastor Donna Baptiste, I'm gonna get her back here again. She's not getting off the hook that easy. But I'm sure maybe something came up and we'll pray about that. I'm sorry? was called to be home for person. Pastor Baptiste? Is she is she okay? Get, get the reception. Go upstairs and see what this deal is. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna just believe God for these prayer requests. How many think that that's a good thing to do? So it not only allows us to sit here and enjoy chapel, but we can engage in this. Yes. And then as God answers our prayers, we'll have time in the, prayer, in the chapel services to give testimonies, praise reports of the good things. You'll get up here. I'm, I told you, my son, we prayed and he got a job. I want you to come up here and say, listen, we prayed about such and such and God came through. And that's how the body of Christ is encouraged. So um, take a few minutes right now take a few minutes right now to intentionally think about just one thing. You don't have to... I know we all have all kinds of cares, but think of one thing that you want to articulate on that prayer request card that you want us to go to God in prayer about. I got one that's burning in my heart that I'm going to put on that, on that prayer request. This is not... No, no, no compulsion I've learned through the many years of following after Jesus it's not by power, it's not by might but it's by my spirit so if you don't feel like you want to do that, that's okay I'm not. we're not angry with you but if you want to take a minute to put something on that prayer request we want you to do that and then we're going to collect them from you and then next week we're going to we're going to bring these requests before the Lord. Father, as your people, we, your children, as we're considering the needs that we have, we know that you are a way maker. And we're not just writing these things down uh, and then throw up a, a Hail Mary wish. We know that you answer prayer. Amen. We're praying and believing, even as we're writing these requests, that the answer is on the way. And for this, we're grateful tonight. God, as I look out in this auditorium and I see all of your precious men and women in this place with the needs that are represented here, in the mighty name of Jesus, meet the needs, Lord, whether it's a financial need, maybe it's a health challenge, could be a, a wayward Relative, somebody that's away from God, whatever it might be. could be our own personal need. Maybe we need a closer walk with Jesus. So whatever the request is, God, we're bringing it to you tonight. Believing that you can do all things and you do all things well. You know, as we were just singing just now, these couple of verses just dropped into my spirit, and I want to leave them with us this afternoon. I call them really my vital sign verses. You know what vital signs are, right? Vital signs take on a different meaning for me personally, because many years ago, it was a Saturday, I believe, and I was on my way to preach at a church in Brooklyn. And um, just as I was leaving the house, my cell phone went off. And um, I wasn't gonna pick it up, but then I, I did pick it up because it was my wife's wife. So I picked it up, but it wasn't my wife. It was uh, a, a police officer or a fireman, something. And they said, who are you? I said, um, I'm Charles Hammond. This is my wife's phone. Who is this? And the person said, don't don't be alarmed, but your wife has been in a, a, a car accident. I said, oh, boy. And he told me where it was, and so forget where I was supposed to be going, and I headed to where they were giving me the directions of where the accident occurred. And as I approached it, I could see from a distance, fire trucks, ambulance, you know, the whole works. And I said to myself, as I got closer, oh wow, I I hope that's not my my wife's car. I I hope that's not the accident. And sure enough, as I got closer, I saw that it was because I could see uh, she had a a black Pontiac Grand Am, and it was like an accordion, it looked like. And um, there on the floor was my wife in a neck brace, my mother-in-law in a neck brace, my son in a neck brace, and my daughter in a neck brace. And um, I have to tell you for just a split second, I lost it.
1: Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, I got out of my car and I said, oh my goodness, and somebody came up to me and said, who are you? I said, that's my family right there. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman, the fireman, he said, sir, he said, I know it doesn't, it doesn't look good, but, but don't worry. They, and this is what he said, their vital signs are fine. And when he said that, he said their vital signs are okay. I said, okay. And a little bit of biology that I took in school, I I figured, okay, it's going to be all right. And obviously it was all right. But um, vital signs, if your vital signs go out, you're in trouble. And uh, these three little verses that I want to give you I liken them to being our vital signs because it's actually coming from a prayer from David. How many know who David was? The Bible called David who? A man after God's own heart. And um, David went through a lot of stuff. David, yes, he was anointed the king. I, I get all of that. But way before he was anointed the king, this guy was running from Saul, running from this... You know, enemies on this side, enemies on that side. You name it, David was in it. But in this psalm, I believe in these three verses, and we could take this away with us. I want you to take this with you today as you leave here and, and go to your evening classes or wherever you'll be going for this evening. Listen to what David said and see if you can't find application in this for your life. And I want application for my life. This is psalm. 86 and David says this hear me Lord and answer me for I am poor and needy guard my life for I am faithful to you save your servant who trusts in you you are my God have mercy on me Lord For I call to you all day long. Those are the three verses. Let me read them again. Hear me, Lord, and answer me. Why? For I am rich and famous? No. For I am poor and needy. Verse 2. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant, notice, who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord. Notice how, how David he just takes God personally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. And I just want to leave that with you. I call these my vital signs because here's how it works, beloved. You, you judge if what I'm saying isn't the truth. The world and the day in which we're living in, the last thing that people... Are walking around and trying to uh, sense is their their weakness or their I don't have it together. No, just the opposite. Most people in life, even if they don't have it together, they want you to think that they have it together. So everybody's walking around. With, hey, I got this. That's the new phrase, right? I got this. <laughs> Meanwhile, they don't got nothing. Excuse the English. <laughs> But notice, David was not ashamed to say, Lord, hear me. Why? For I am poor and needy. And the first thing that I just want to say to all of us, and I'm saying it as the speaker here to you today, sense your poorness and your need for God. Because when you and I are weak, he's made strong. And that's what it's all about. It's not about you being strong. It's not about you got it. It's about Christ in us, the hope of glory. So that's the first thing that, that we need to recognize. It's okay, don't worry about what the world says. The world's gonna be the world. But guess what, you and I are not supposed to be trying to impress the world. When I get ready to go to sleep tonight, I want the Lord to say, well done, good and faithful servant. How about you? Amen. So number one, sense your your need. It's okay to need something. Anybody need anything tonight? If you don't need anything tonight, see me. (laughs) I'll give you something to need. (laughs) I know I I have needs tonight, and we all have needs, but that's a good place to be. The Lord wants us to bring our needs to Him. That's one of the ways in which we stay in communion with Him. We're constantly letting Him know, Lord, Lord, you know, I used to, I used to think, well, you know what, I, you know, Sunday church, we have a midweek service maybe in our, in our church, you know, and maybe something else going on. That's cool. I, I can get through that, right? But the, the longer you walk with God, you realize, no, it's not about Sunday to Tuesday to Friday to Sunday. How many have find that? I need God every day. No, 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 no. I need Him every hour. And then when you walk with them a little while longer, you realize you need them every moment. Yes. 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 Because left to ourselves, we're all self-destruct. Yeah. So may there not be a person in here tonight that walks out of here, but that we walk out with a brokenness in a sense of our need. Are you with me?
1: Amen.
0: Number two, the psalmist said this, guard my life. Yeah. Guard my life. I, I, I don't necessarily know what's around the corner, but God does. We had a, a group of beautiful uh, men and women from Australia. They were here yesterday from different Christian churches in Brisbane, Australia and other places. And we had the opportunity to just uh, let them know some of the good things that are happening here. They, they, they're kind of like a think tank group. They do research, they uh, leave Australia and every two years they travel uh, into the United States and they were up in Boston at Gordon-Conwell and now they were down here yesterday, they were over at King's College, and they came over here, then they're gonna go to Denver tomorrow to some other colleges, and they're putting all of this together. So uh, President Scales, myself, and Dr. Turk, we were just, you know, sitting with them, lunching with them, and letting them know some of the good things. And I gave them a little tour of the building, and at one point, I brought them right down here, right down to the this lower level, and I said, I said, where you're standing right now, I said to them, God is, ex- God is awesome. I, I, said, I said, he knows everything. Because when we were trying to get in this building, uh, for some reason we couldn't close out. You know, how many know when you're uh, buying a home or something and you have to go to the closing or whatever to, to seal the deal, right? Yeah. Well, we were trying to seal the deal to get into this building and the closing kept getting delayed. And delayed and delayed and and uh, President Scales wouldn't mind me saying this. We were we were getting a little antsy, you know. What's the wh- wh- why can't we get this done? Shame on us, because God knew something that we didn't know. What was that? That Hurricane Sandy was around the corner, and um, so we, we 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 couldn't close. We didn't close. So we really technically had no ownership on the building. And while we're waiting and wondering what's the delay, boom, here comes Hurricane Sandy. Wow. And I don't know if any of you remember, any of you remember Hurricane yes. Sandy? Yes. Well, Well, uh, in case you didn't know, where you're sitting right now was a swimming pool. Wow. This whole lower auditory, this whole lower level was underwater. They had to close off the battery tunnel for three months. Did you know that? Yes. To let the water drain. And had we closed out on the deal, all of the refurbishing and, and, and new generators and new electrical and new everything, guess what? It would have been on our dime. But because we hadn't closed yet, sorry building, they had to fix it.
1: <laughs>
0: How many know? God knows everything.
1: Amen. Yes, he does. So here we
0: were, oh God, why are they closing after Hurricane Sandy? We say, thank you Jesus. <laughs> and I just say that to tell you let God guard your life. I call it God rules. How many want God to rule your life? And he knows how to do it better than we could do it. So if you're antsy, antsy tonight, if there's something that you're anxious about, uh, don't be anxious about anything the Bible says, right? But in prayer and supplication with what? Thanksgiving. Let it be known to the Lord. So that's number two. Let God guard your life. Let him order your steps. I love that verse that says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll do what? He'll give you the very desires of your heart. So that's number two. Last thing and then let's pray and go out rejoicing. He said, I call on you just when I need you. No, I call on you, Lord, when I'm in a tough moment. No, I call on you all day long. And you know what that means, beloved? Here's what it means. You know, I heard a preacher say this one time. There's only two times to uh, praise the Lord. You know what they are? When you feel like it, and when you don't. When you feel like it, praise the Lord. Guess what? When you don't feel like it, that's when you ought to really praise the Lord. So, so, calling on the Lord all day, Lord, what do I mean by that? I don't mean that you need to be walking these halls all day long, just talking to yourself with the Lord. They'll, they'll quickly put you in a straitjacket and take you on out of here. No, but what am I saying? It's a posture. It's, a, it's, a, it's an attitude. I, can I can just give you this last personal testimony? Things have been happening in my life lately that it's caused me to just constantly be just talking to the Lord. It's almost scaring me, brother. I've, I've never, you know, I love Jesus. But but this, this this constant need to talk to him and just rehearse to him how good he is. It's, 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 it's something fresh that's happening in my life. And I'm rejoicing in it. And I encourage you to, to maybe let the Lord help you to practice it. I said to a student, and I'm finished now. I said to her today, she came in my office, she was all, you know, frazzled out a little bit. She's a lovely young lady. And I said to her, I said, what are, you, what are you all, you know, what are you all excited about? She says, Oh, well, this, that, the other thing. And I says, No, 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 no. Here's what my Bible says Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of a good report, think on these things. And then here's the promise, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Amen. will guard your hearts in Christ Jesus. And I, and I said, so how do you put that in practice? Simple. When you're tempted to start to feel sorry for yourself or somebody did you wrong or whatever, start to rehearse the goodness of God. Start to just say, wait a minute. What, what is that? God's good to me. Look how he's kept me. Kept me all these years. Look, look, look at what he's doing right now in my life. And just start to rehearse it. You're thinking about things that are what? Good. And as you do that, that goodness has to push out all that anxiety. Remember this. Anxiety and, 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 and peace can't can exist together. You're either going to be anxious or you're going to have the peace of God. How many want the peace of God in their life today? And think on these things. Think about the goodness of God. Anybody here been a Christian more than a year? Anybody been a Christian more than five years? Excuse me. Anybody been a Christian in here more than 10 years? What? Okay. Anybody been a Christian in here more than 20 years? Wow. I'm I'm applauding you in Jesus' name. That's something to be thankful about. I don't want to get on the millennials tonight, but you know what the well, well, let me figure, let me move on to something else, because we got millennials in here, but t- oftentimes it's a fast food society that we live in, that everything has to be like now, yesterday, but serving the Lord, if you've been serving him a year, you've been serving him 5, 10, 20, praise God, but my prayer for you is as long as we have breath, and until Jesus comes back, to receive us that we continue to serve. Are you with me? Close your eyes with me right now. Father, thank you for this night, this evening. Thank you for this beautiful gathering of precious saints, saints of God that have taken time out of their day to worship, to sing, to pray, to just be encouraged one with another. So Lord, tonight I pray that even though the night went differently, you knew that this was going to be, so we thank you. We thank you. I pray that my simple words from Psalm 86 have found good ground in the hearts of everyone that's sitting in here today. Thank you for the worship team leading us in beautiful worship, opening up our hearts to the goodness of God. Now, Lord, as we leave here tonight, I pray for a a beautiful remainder of the evening for everyone no matter what that means, whether they're going to class, whether they're going home, whether they're going up to the library, whatever it might be, give us a good remainder of this evening. And for we ask it all in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. amen. So here's, so just as a reminder now, I hope everybody got a chance to fill out one of those prayer requests. We've collected them, and, and then, in an, wait, don't leave, don't run out of If you haven't, um, somebody will take SGA, Leo, whoever's here, um, get those prayer requests from people so we'll have them for you. One just quick announcement. If you don't happen to be going to a class right now and you're saying, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself for the next hour, um, we're having a, 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 how can I call this? It's a prayer fellowship gathering of neighborhood people. What does that mean? Wall Street, our neighboring areas, uh, we did this several years ago and it was a wonderful blessing we do it maybe once a month and um, the neighborhood comes here and we meet we'll sing together for an hour we'll pray for the city we'll pray for Wall Street We we'll pray for Niagara College we'll pray for you and we're gonna do that tonight and uh, we'll have another one in October but the one tonight it's in the it's in the music hall up on the 22nd floor so if anyone might want to just check it out come by you're you're invited other than that god bless you have a good evening and we'll see you next time